0: This week we talk all about the possible streaming future of video games. Netflix for games? Maybe. Let's talk about it. On this week's episode of Frantic Thoughts, episode 73. What's going on everybody? Welcome back to Frantic Thoughts. The video game and entertainment podcast that nobody asked for. Maybe a couple people, but yeah. So first off, I want to apologize if you hear any construction in the background, because of course, as soon as I click record, they start doing construction outside of my apartment because, you know, that's just how it goes. (laughs) So this week we wanted to talk about, oh, what is the podcast? That's usually how I start this, right? It's a weekly show where I kind of rant and rave and talk about my favorite things in video games, entertainment, and just kind of have a good time, chill and talk for about 30 minutes of your week and I have I have a great time doing this show and uh, look forward to it every single week. So the thing I usually start the show off with is the topic of the week. <laughs> oh, that was a bit much. My voice is not meant to go that high of an octave and I apologize to your ears for having to hear that. Anyway, uh, this is guy, this is a guy that uh, ended a show singing Let It Go very poorly, so yeah. <laughs> uh, I need to apologize a lot more for my uh, past sins, I guess. Anyway, I wanted to talk about video game streaming technology and what the future might hold for it because I got into the Project Stream Beta, which, if you don't know what this is, it's Google Streaming Initiative for Video Games. So what they did, they sent out... Um, They had a website where you could sign up to be a part of this thing called Project Stream, the beta. And you get to play Assassin's Creed in a Google Chrome browser tab, basically. So how it works is you sign up and they give you a code and you sign into your Ubisoft account. And this thing works like really, really well. So literally I signed up for it, signed into my Ubisoft account, clicked the go button on the thing says start playing and it instantly started playing assassin's Creed odyssey no downloading required i have a bluetooth ps4 controller that is synced to my pc worked flawlessly played the game for like four hours and it feels like i was playing maybe on like a ps4 original because it's you know it's 1080p and it looked great it looked like a modern video game i had really no complaints in my time and my experience with this, there were a couple of instances in cutscenes where it did get a little buffery. You did notice a little bit of pixelation, especially around the borders and stuff, but for the most part, I did not feel any frame rate drops. And the game plays so smooth. So got me thinking like, is this the future of games? Because you hear about it, like PlayStation Now, they've had this technology for a while where you could pick a PS3 game and play it off of the cloud, or whatever you want to call it. And I have never tried that myself, and I've heard mixed opinions and mixed reviews of it. Some people say it's fine, some people say it sucks, the the latency is too high. And I did notice when I played Assassin's Creed Odyssey, on this Project Stream Beta, there, there was maybe such a small, minuscule amount of latency. But this game is not an action game, it's not a fighting game, really. It's going to be more methodical, and even when you're doing the faster-paced combat... It's a little more forgiving with the button inputs anyway, so this is a perfect game to actually test this type of technology on Um, If I was playing a first-person shooter, I don't know how good this would actually be But for this game a specific title it plays pretty great and it's great odyssey is okay I don't know how I feel about it. Really. Uh, I have this beta until January like the beginning of January So I'll probably be popping in here and there and I'll let you guys know if I my opinion comes around on it, but maybe I'm just not into these modern-day Assassin's Creed games, and that's okay. You know, maybe they're just not for me. Uh, it has fun combat. I enjoyed what my my time with it so far that, like I said, I did about four hours in, and the project stream is great. I don't have to buy this game. It plays good enough to where I'm happy with how it plays, and yeah, nice. It was nice. I liked it. Um, there's also this new technology that Xbox is working on, which I pulled up their little information page about it. It's called Project X Cloud Gaming. It says, gaming with you at the center. This is on the Microsoft blog. The future of gaming is a world where you are empowered to play the games you want, with the people you want, wherever you want, wherever you want, or on any device of your choosing. Our vision for the evolution of gaming is similar to music and movies. Entertainment should be available on demand and accessible from any screen. Today, I'm excited to share with you one of our key projects that will take us on an accelerated journey to the future world. Project xCloud. <laughs> so basically, it's a streaming service. There's Xbox is a streaming service that they're working on. They actually put a name to it. And the thing about this is their initiative is to get Xbox games wherever you want to play it. If you want to play it on your PC, cool. You want to play it on your switch on i guess on your phone with the connected to your xbox one controller why not dude they could put this on the switch even as an app and then you can play your xbox games on there you know the they, the possibilities are endless when it comes to this type of technology and the thing that i have argued in the past and i've heard others argue this argue the same thing is is the internet there is the internet you know infrastructure there to meet this streaming demand for this technology and as far as I could tell from the Google side, from Google Project Stream, I have about, I think my download speed is 200 megabytes per second down and about 30, 30-ish 30 up, maybe 20-ish up, something like that. Not the fastest ever, but decently fast, faster than a lot of people. And it plays great on my connection. And I could see it being an issue in like faster-paced games, like I said, like for fighting games, you know. First-person shooters that require the Twitch reflexes. But I feel like the infrastructure for this stuff is kind of there to an extent. But the back end needs to be very strong because Google has server farms and all this stuff where they can afford to put out all of this, you know, information and this bandwidth. Does Xbox have that? Maybe. They have the money to do it. They're, they're you know, a rich company. But the question is, is... Your data cap's going to be good to mesh with this because I have a one terabyte data cap, and then every single time I get another hundred gigabytes onto that, they charge me more money. So (laughs) this could be an issue if you're sitting here playing a Red Dead Redemption Two-length game, which is probably a hundred-hour game in. A month, you play that much, you know, because it's a great game. You're really into it. That's what I did with multiple games this year. I got really into them, and I played hours and hours and hours. Like, uh, God of War played 50-plus hours in, like, a month and a half or something like that. That's probably not a lot to a lot of people, but to me, that's quite a bit. Like, I can't play that many hours in a week. I just... I can't do that. Maybe I did. I don't know. I, <laughs> I feel like I beat that game really fast. Maybe it was, like, three weeks, and I played 50-plus hours, but neither here nor there if you put that much bandwidth <laughs> on the servers and they have a data cap you know you're streaming and all this d- data and then you're streaming out all this data all the time you know you're going to hit your data cap a lot faster so that's the one issue i could see so do i personally think that the streaming stuff is the future that's my main question and i think yes it is but it will be an additive future <coughs> excuse me an additive feature to consoles in the future that's what i was going to say i mixed up feature and future there anyway <laughs> um <coughs> i think that you'll have your playstation 5 your xbox whatever they call it box and i think the bo- xbox box has a like a code name or something i i can't i think it's called scarlet yeah that's what it is you'll have like a little streaming box that you can either buy the xbox streaming box and use our streaming platform or you can buy the big box that has a disk drive and you know all of that and play all the modern games with the big boy console that's not all streaming and you can still use the streaming service on the big boy box so that's what I think the future of gaming is gonna be we're gonna have systems like the PlayStation 5 is gonna have two models one that's a streaming model that's just the PlayStation now box that you can stream every game to and then you'll have the PlayStation 5 box that has everything including the disk drive and the all the beefier components and then you can play your games, you know, 4K, and they'll start getting the 6K and 8K technology, I'm sure, near the end of these life cycles in about 5 to five to 10 years. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. Um, I'm excited for it because I did not expect it to work as good as it did. So, what do you guys think about the future of... Streaming technology when it comes to games you think it's going to be as good as Netflix is when you go to movies or iTunes or Spotify or any of those things for other forms of entertainment is going to be so plug and play that you can play your games anywhere you want on your phone on, you know, a streaming TV, whatever in the future. What do you guys think? Let me know on the Cartridge Club forums and we'll have a conversation there. So, I usually do a recommendation minute here this week, but I'm skipping that section for just this week. I kind of didn't really, f- couldn't think of anything I was super passionate about to recommend this week, so we're just going to talk about what I've been doing. <laughs> uh, I've been on vacation, so yeah, this is what's happened. I think it's what's happening. I think I said that already. Um, I'm on vacation this week. I haven't really done a ton of stuff. I've been kind of just chilling and hanging out. I plan to make videos, <laughs> that didn't really work. Um, so what happened this weekend? Okay. I want to talk about extra life because I did the extra life stream. So I planned this out, planned this huge extra life stream out. I'm going to do 24 hours. So it went really well for, I think almost 14 hours. I think it was like 13 hours and 15 minutes and something was happening in the house. I don't want to go into it. And I was getting tired and I was just like, you know, so I paused the stream. I'm like, Hey, I'll be right back. Something was going on in the house, and I just like completely got bummed out. I'm like, man, I don't know. Yeah, and I was falling asleep on the stream, all this stuff, and I was just like, okay, guys, I'm, I'm gonna stop this. I'm done, I'm done streaming for now. And I, I just felt like a failure like, I had this pit in this center of my stomach. People are like, hey, you can do it, you can do it. And I'm just like, you know, I'm not really feeling it, I'm falling asleep. There's stuff going on here at home. And I just, I was like, all right, I'm done. You know, 14 hours in of my 24 hour stream. So I felt really lame. Like I'm like, damn, <laughs> did I really just do that? Did I just really just quit? And I felt like a quitter. So hopefully I'll go back and do another stream to kind of make up the time sometime soon. But yeah, that was like my first day off after my birthday. I had my birthday. I turned 28. It's a pretty, pretty fun day. Kind of went out. Just kind of hung out around town. Went to one of my favorite noodle places. Pei Which is a... You know, they have a mix of everything. I feel like I talked about this. Oh, I talked about this on the stream. That's why I remember talking about it. Uh, <laughs> um, and they have this like really good Japanese uh, ramen that I like there. It's like a steak and shrimp ramen. It's super spicy. It like burns your mouth. And I put more spice in there because I'm stupid and I like spicy stuff. And I did that. And we went to... All over the place i picked up some random stuff you know at thrift stores and we just kind of had fun around town i didn't have a plan she's like where do you want to go i'm like i don't know let's just kind of wing it and it was a good day and i had a fun time hanging out with my girlfriend or a fiance i always say girlfriend because i was so used to saying that anyway <laughs> um i got cheesecake i got reese's peanut butter cheesecake from the cheesecake factory oh my god just Stop everything right now, and I'll go have another slice of that stuff. Oh my God. You know what? I, I do not like birthday cake that much. I never really have. It's okay. You know, it tastes good, but I, after like two bites of it, I'm like, this is dry. I want something else. You know, like if there's cake and ice cream together, I'm like, okay, cool. I can eat a couple of bites of cake and a couple of bites of ice cream to like make my palate, you know, not so dry. Cause I feel like cake just dries everything out. And I'm not a huge fan of frosting too much. It's good, but it's so freaking sweet. So, if I get birthdays, I always ask for cheesecake, and that's what I like for my birthday. So, we went to Cheesecake Factory, and, whoa, getting some, uh, might be on my phone. Sorry. <laughs> what is that? Something, my phone was making a noise on the mic here. Sorry about that if you heard that. Um, let's see. Yeah, so I did that. Uh, I, I picked up, like, Kingdom Hearts 1 point, or 2.8 HD for, like, 10 bucks, and I'm like, yes. So, I got the entire series. I'm going to finish that before January for sure now. Looks like it's going to be awesome. I'm still playing that. I don't want to talk too much about it. But, yep, I'm excited to see where the story goes on those. And I I get this feeling every time I'm I'm on vacation, though. Because I told myself, oh, I'm going to make ten videos while I'm on vacation. You know, and all this shit. And I've been just chilling, like, cleaning the house, decorating, and just playing video games. Kind of just bumming around a little bit a few days here. Um, I still got five more days left or so. So... I have time to pl- make a couple videos, but I told myself if I only make like three or four videos, it's not the end of the world, you know, cause I have until Christmas to make those 12 videos. And I want to make something like for the channel too as well. Cause I'm like, you know, I want the channel to keep going and I don't make enough videos for my liking. I know some people are like, whatever, who cares? You know, it's just, you know, if it's your hobby, just have fun with it. I get it, but <laughs> it's in my mind. I just like, Hey, I want to make some cool stuff. so. I have the time, my vacation's going really well, besides that, I've been playing a few video games, we'll talk about those now, Uh, I played Black Ops 4 for a whole day, Uh, I'd say about maybe 10 hours, 8 or 10 hours of Black Ops 4, went to the Redbox, and I found a coupon code to get it for $1.35 for a day rental, so I played like 3 or 4 hours of one day, then went to sleep, got up early about 7.30, 8 in the morning, took a shower, Jumped on Black Ops played until I had to take Sierra to work around 2, and then I took it back to the red box. And the thing is, is I actually really enjoy this game. It's fun. It's Call of Duty. You know, you shoot stuff in the face, and it has three different tiers and three different modes. It has the zombies, which I played one of the maps, which is, like, kind of cool. It was, like, in a Colosseum and you had, like, these cool, like, mystical axes you can find and shit. It was weird, but fun. You shot zombies in the face, you know. I'd probably play that mode only a couple times. It's not my favorite Call of Duty thing they make. But uh, the Black Ops mode, Blackout mode, Blackout, Blackout, that's it, right? Blackout, yeah. That's their Battle Royale mode, and I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy that. It has the tension of a PUBG with the gameplay of a Call of Duty. And I think it's really cool. There's sections in the map where zombies can spawn in, and if you kill them, you get special weapons from the zombie mode, which is weird but cool. You can drive vehicles, and they kind of have Warthog controls from, like, Halo Warthog controls. So if you push the thumbstick forward, you go. And you it's a really fun way to control stuff. You can fly helicopters, all sorts of stuff. That mode is really fun, and I do enjoy the multiplayer, too. The multiplayer mode is fun, too. They have, like, a guy with a grapple hook, gravity spikes. I know I hated the beta. The beta didn't really stick with me. But putting more time into it, I started feeling the flow of the game. You kind of have like these stem packs that you can heal yourself with. So the general flow of multiplayer will be kill a guy, kill a guy. If you get shot, you duck back and then you heal yourself real quick. And then you're like, okay, I'm healed. And then you jump back out and you keep fighting. So you get more uh, agency on when you can heal. It's not just wait for the red jelly to disappear from your screen. It's more, hey, I'm dying. Stab yourself with the freaking stem pack. And you keep going and you're healed up. And it's fast-paced and fun, and I think it's a solid game. But for me, right now, financially, I'm, I can't justify the purchase because I'm like, how much am I going to actually play it when Red Dead comes out? So when Black Friday comes around, it'll be on my list if it's on sale. So it's it's a cool little distraction, but, I, it, you know, it's just a shooter. It's not really a, a thoughtful game. You're not going to be thinking about a story or getting uh diving deep into a world or anything like that it's just you know arcadey action that's all it really is and it's good at what it does and that's the game's popular for a reason so yeah that's that i've been i played spider-man dlc the heist it came out it's about black cat and she's like robbing stuff and i'm not gonna go too far into the story it's more spider-man they add more factions to fight more secrets to find and stuff and it's more of that game and it's a lot of fun. And I've played like three hours of it. I think I'm almost to the end of it. But I like to kind of take my time with that game. So, because <laughs> the DLC came out, I'm like, okay, let's just chill and enjoy this. And so that's what I did. So, I recommend getting it. If you have, uh, if you love Spider-Man, I think this is going to be worth it for $25. Because it's three DLC packs. And if they're all this length, they're like three to four hours. That's like 10 to 12 hours for 25 bucks. That's worth it, in my opinion. Especially if you really enjoyed the game. And it plays fun, and it's fun to play. So, it's worth it, in my opinion. Uh, what else? I played Forza Horizon 4 a bit, and I think I'm just kind of burnt out on racing games. This game is fun. Racing around, you know, driving cool cars is cool. I just can't get into it right now, so maybe I'm just not in the right mindset for it. But, honestly, I'm just like, eh, it's fun. Yeah, it's another one of those Forza games, you know? Uh... I wish I had more to say about it, but I don't know. I'll, I'll probably jump into it a bit here and there, but it didn't blow me away or anything. It's a really good game. It's fan- they're, they're fantastic games. It's just not on my radar. It's not. I'm not in the mood for it, I think. I think that's the main problem. So, yeah, that's about it for what I've been playing. I watched two movies. Both are just kind of like okay movies. Uh, so there's this movie called Sisters Brothers. The Sisters Brothers. Yeah, that's what it's called. And, uh, it's John C. Riley, Joaquin Phoenix, and a couple of other actors, uh, basically it's a Western, and John C. Riley and his brother, they're the sisters' brothers, and they have to go find this guy and kill him. And it's their adventures across, you know, the west, uh, the western coast area of the, the America, of America in the Western times, the South, <laughs> I can't talk, it's kind of like a Red Dead time. <laughs> uh the south you know i mean the west i can't talk what am i saying okay the old west they're in the old west <laughs> that was a bit really bad i apologize uh yeah so they they're kind of going up to the to california it's when the gold rush happened and all that. It's kind of a somber story. It has some dark humor in it. And I think it's a okay movie. It's pretty good. I like John C. Riley's performance in it. Um, it didn't blow me away. The plot kind of was like eh, kind of dilly-dallied here and there. It didn't have very much focus. But besides that, I felt like it was a pretty good movie. But, you know, it was just a movie, you know, it's just one of those you kind of throw on, I think. It's not like anything mind-blowing i did enjoy the story it was like i said very somber and the performances are really what sold it for me over everything else but the the movie did drag a little bit in spots but besides that it's it it was fairly decent what else did we saw that uh goosebump sequel uh uh, from the 2015 movie with jack black in it there's barely any jack Jack black in the sequel which was a bummer in the first place but the movie was it's a fun kids movie, and if you have a kid, it's a, it's worth your time to watch. But besides that, it's like, you know, this is more frivolous, corny Halloween shtick. You know, it's all it's all it really is. It's it's not not much there. I just thought it was kind of fun. It's an entertaining watch, but it's it's nothing of real substance or anything. It's just like meh. So, those are the two movies I watched this week, hoping to see something good. You know, coming up. I think there's some good movies coming out. Uh, I can't think of it. I can't think of what's coming up all on the horizon right now, but I'm sure there's a couple of movies I'm gonna actually like because it feels like I've been watching kind of some just middling movies lately. So hopefully we'll watch something good soon. It's the News of Interest! The News of Interest, coming at you live-ish. Or pre-recorded, whichever. We're going to talk about a couple of things today. Um, let me pull these up. I didn't even pull them up. I, I'm terrible at this, for, for sure. Red Dead Redemption Reviews. Let's see. Roundup. There should be like a roundup. There we go. I just had this pulled up, actually. Okay, so Red Dead Redemption 2 reviews came out. I we'll just want to talk about it for a minute. Uh, most people are really liking it, of course. We got GameSpot giving it a 9 out of 10. Um, yeah, and we got CNET saying, Red Dead Redemption 2 has undoubtedly raised the bar for narrative open-world games and will likely have a lasting impact on how they are made in the future. It pushes the envelope of what we understand is possible in a video game us gamer gave it a 4.5 out of 5 euro game will give it a recommended ign 10 out of 10 games radar 5 out of 5 guardian 5 out of 5 easy allies 5 out of 5 or oh, not 5 out of 5 10 out of 10 <laughs> um, i've heard only a couple of negative things about this game uh wow and of course the trailer starts to play really loud um the only person i've actually seen talk too negatively about it is greg miller from kind of funny and he, I, I listened to some of the interview he had, or the conversation he had with Jared Petty on Red Dead Radio, and he was complaining about how this game didn't capture his imagination. And that he preferred Assassin's Creed, and I just like, I was trying to listen to it like with a blank mind, like trying not to be too, oh, I'm so hyped for this. Don't ruin my hype. But he, he was shitting on the game almost unfairly. I feel in that in that interview or that little discussion. And, uh, that's the only negative thing I've saw so far about this game. And I have heard that it's a little bit slow to start. It's a little bit tedious at the beginning, getting used to everything. But once you get into the world, and you learn the characters, and you learn how to play, it's awesome. And it's very immersive. So, hopefully, this game is good. I'm glad the reviews were really positive. I mean, what else do you really expect from this type of game? From a Rockstar game? But, (laughs) yeah, um... So yeah, uh, let's see. So what I'm going to do, guys, is we're going to wrap up the show because there, there is one thing I want to talk about. It's a Smash Brothers re- uh Ultimate leak. The roster leaks. So this is going to be a spoiler if you don't want to know any of this stuff. So we're going to wrap up the show before I do this, and then if you want to stick around after the plugs, we'll talk about the leak here because there's some cool characters that are possibly going to uh, be in this. So, if you like the show, uh, go over to cartridgeclub.org forum. Go to the Frantic Thoughts topic. Click on episode 73. This is 73, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, 73. <laughs> I'm like, is it 73? How's-? I had to double check. Go to episode 73. Leave a reply. Talk about the uh, project stream stuff. And streaming in the future. Let's let's see what you guys think, because that's fascinating to me. And uh, go to Twitter at Frantic Society. That's Frantic S O C I E T Y. We can have a conversation there. And what else is there? That's about it. <laughs> uh, I have YouTube stuff coming up. I do have a lot of ideas. Uh, Bit.ly slash Frantic Sub. Um, Extra Life was fun. Um, If you still want to donate to My Extra Life, you don't have to, but I'll just put it out there. It's bit.ly slash franticdonate, and we can make a little bit more money. I made $50 for charity. That's pretty good for a 14-hour stream, in my opinion, especially when you're a lesser-known guy like me. And uh, that's about it for the podcast this week. If you want to stick around, we're going to have a couple of spoilers about Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. There was a leak. Otherwise, I hope you guys enjoy your week, and I'll see you next time. Hi! done one of these in a while welcome to the spoiler zone so this is a spoiler zone because i know a lot of people do not like to ruin hype for big games and big release titles so if you're stuck around this long you know what we're going to talk about we're going to talk about this smash brothers leak that happened so these are the possible characters that might have happened this thing leaked on 4chan with a old with a banner and it shows different characters so you know that banner that Smash Brothers has, Smash Brothers Ultimate, and I keep adding to it. It shows a possible more new characters. People, uh, this guy, he works at places that prints m- promotional material off, and people have connected him to uh, the company, and they actually print. Okay, this is gonna sound weird. Just follow me here for a second. On the same screenshot, there are little Grinch promotional I- objects, promotional images. In that new Grinch movie, movie comes out this year, the 2018 Grinch, you know, the CG one. And that same company prints up promotional materials for the Grinch and for Bandai Namco, which are helping to develop Smash Brothers and produce Smash Brothers, the new one. So people are connecting the dots and saying, oh, this has to be legit because this guy is working for this company that does this Grinch stuff and that does the Smash Brothers stuff. So he posted a little image it's fairly blurry because he took a picture of it with the phone when he wasn't supposed to, and somebody took a screenshot of it and put it on 4chan. And here are the list people have done their uh, smooth smoothing, snoothing, snoothing. Is that the word? You know what word I'm trying to say? <laughs> Sleuthing. I guess that's it. Okay. Anyway, that these characters actually are on the poster if you look close enough. So we got Shadow the Hedgehog from Sonic the Hedgehog. Banjo-Kazooie from Banjo-Kazooie, Isaac from Golden Sun, Cosmos from Xenoblade, which I don't know anything about Xenoblade, but it's cool for those people if that actually happens. And we have Ken from Street Fighter, which is an obvious one, Uh, Mock Rider from Mock Rider, okay, and then Geno from Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars, and that has been asked for for a long time so if that happens that'd be pretty freaking awesome and also the chorus kids from uh rhythm heaven which is a series i've only played one of the games of but uh i know of the what the characters look like and hopefully that's a thing that'd be awesome so what do you guys think about this list this leaked list it seems legit and i'm pretty stoked about it it kind of I, I i was i was hesitant to look at the leak because it's like do I want to ruin the hype for myself and I just couldn't stand it. I was like I gotta know, and the fact. So my theory is I don't know if this is gonna happen. Th- this is ultimate theory, is, uh, Xo eighteen comes up in like a week and a half or so. It's their Xbox conference. They're gonna come out. and They're gonna with Miyamoto, and they're gonna announce the N sixty four Classic has the rare rare games on it. They're going to announce the N64 Classic. And then they're going to announce, also, you know Banjo Kazooie? He's in Smash. And then it'll say, stay tuned for a direct later in the month. That will be the final direct. I have like a little promotion. <laughs> I doubt that's going to happen. Now, I know I predicted something like this around E3. But hey, you got to, I don't know, be, uh, you know, happy and predict some crazy shit from time to time. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's the spoiler zone for this week. What do you think about these characters? Are you going to play as them? We can talk about that too, but please use a spoiler tag because I know people want to avoid this as much as possible. So anyway, thank you for sticking around after the music and I'll catch you guys next week.